Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, folks. This week, I'm thrilled to be joined by a fellow broadcaster in the form of the hilarious, extremely talented Snoochie Shy. Snoochie's best known for presenting her specialist rap and drill show on BBC One Extra. She's also not adverse to being pushed outside of her comfort zone, as she proved in the I'm a Celebrity Castle last year. Now, if that wasn't enough, Snoochie also hosts the Slide In podcast alongside Kaz and Jordan, where they explore the terrifying but hysterical world of social media DMs. Right, in this episode, we discuss important conversations from both black men and women on the HC pod and the Receipts podcast, respectively. Snoochie is also big into astrology and a big fan of the Cancer Today podcast. So it was a relief to find out our star signs were compatible, because that would have been very awkward if not. This was such an enjoyable chat that took many turns from foot fetishes to people using her dressing room as a toilet. Yeah, keep listening. If you're only here for brilliant recommendations, don't worry, there are plenty of those too. This is Castaway with Snoochie Shy. Snoochie Shy, welcome to Castaway. How are you? Thanks for having me. I'm all right, you know, I'm all good. Just been chilling with my cat Magnum, really. Well, let's talk about, I feel like the nation knows about the cat. We've all seen the pillow. Oh, my little babes, my little babes. He's like my fluffy son. Uh, I feel like I did give birth to him, but obviously not because he's a cat. But yeah, he's just my son. He's great. And he understands words as well, like a dog. And he has baths and stuff. Not with me. That might be a little bit weird. (laughs) Solo baths. But um, yeah, he's all right. He's all right. He's just eating some food at the moment. Oh, God. Well, I've I've got a little dog who doesn't know he's a dog. He thinks he's a human. Like he's no idea that he's an animal. Like he just behaves like he's a spoiled little child. I love that. What's his name? His name is Mick. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> Mick, come on. You know, I'm in the park and they shout Mick and about two old men turn around. Oh my God. I think names like that for pets are so funny. Like, like my mum's got a cat and he's called Frank and he's named after Frank Sinatra. So I always think that's funny when she's calling him. She's like, Frank. Well, Mick's yeah. named after Mick Jagger. So uh, oh, there you go. there's <laughs> a musical theme. There's a musical theme going on. Definitely. It's a time where the last two years, I mean, where have they gone? It's, I know people have had COVID, people have got through it, people have had really tough times. Certain industries have kind of come to a halt. But one thing which we really realised that we've needed in the last few years is to be entertained, is to share stories. And when I first started this podcast a few years ago, which was a podcast about podcast, I probably thought we'd get one series out of it. Now we're like five series in and the world of podcast seems to have erupted because storytelling, listening to other people's stories, being entertained, it's more important than ever, isn't it? A hundred percent. I think podcasts are great as well. And if you're just at the house and like you've got nothing to do, or even if you're getting ready for a night out, sometimes I might put on a podcast, which is weird because you'd think that you'd listen to music. But sometimes I'll put on a podcast, especially if they've got like YouTube clips as well. I'll watch Mm -hmm. that in the background. As someone who is a a broadcaster, so you spend a lot of uh, your work talking. Do you like listening? Do you like listening to podcasts? I like listening to podcasts, but when it comes to like listening to instructions and stuff, probably not so much. Like my mum says that when she tells me things, it goes in one ear and then out the other. So I'm terrible at listening like that. But podcasts, I can, I can take that in. Selective hearing. 
selective yeah. hearing. And also I've got a really bad memory as well. So even if like a film or something, I'll watch it and then the next day I won't remember. So I don't know if that's down to my listening either, actually, but yeah. I do that sometimes. I'll be watching a film and I'm about half an hour in and I've realised I've already watched the film before. It's like, this just feels very familiar. Oh, no. So weird. Like when I went to watch James Bond, like I cannot remember what happened. Like I have no <laughs> idea. I just know it was sick, but I've got no idea what happened. I just know it was lit. So. That's quite yeah. cool. You get the joy of watching it again for the first time because you yeah, don't know the you don't know the twist. I love that. Yeah, exactly. Congratulations on, on I'm a Celeb last year. And actually, one of the questions I first wanted to ask you is when you do a show like that, you know, there's so many things that are kind of stripped away from you, your contact with the outside world. And one of the things I, I think I would find really difficult doing a show like that is not being able to bring your headphones in. And just sometimes when, you know, there's stuff going down or you don't feel like talking to somebody, going to a corner, sticking the headphones in, listening to a podcast, listening to music. Did you find that difficult in there? I missed headphones so much like because I love music as well so much it was just like there was no music but the one thing that got me through actually was Simon because Simon's farts was like having a speaker (laughs) yeah honestly it was like having a speaker rave in the actual castle because I've never known anyone to fart and have vibrations from the fart as well so it was like bass was pumping so technically I felt like I didn't miss out too much because he can make them into like trumpets as well and he can make like different beats with his fart I generally believe that's a special talent so I was actually not too bad because we had musical farts going on every morning and my hammock was right opposite his bed so it was just going on throughout the whole night so I felt like I was in a rave constantly do you know what uh, ASMR is really important when it comes to <laughs> to sound oh, actually I talked about this with, with Blind Boy on and another podcast before about you know some people just will turn on podcasts for the sound and mm-hmm. um, maybe Simon needs to do that just a podcast with his farts some you know might be very soothing for people to to go to sleep to or to maybe help them get going and motivational and then and spur ideas could you actually imagine doing like asmr farting with simon i just think someone someone somewhere will want to listen generally 100 percent. i know there's definitely fart fishes out there so i mean that would go off i think uh snoochie you you haven't got a fart podcast but you do have a podcast slide in with snoochie kaz and jordan tell me a little bit about this podcast and why you wanted to do it so the podcast is basically all about sliding into the DMs and I wanted to start it just because I feel like the DMs can be a wild place. Really, really crazy. To be fair, like um, on my DMs, I feel like people don't say hello anymore, Laura. Like they don't like DM you and go, hi, how are you? No it's small just straight talk. Up, no small talk. It's just straight up. Can you send me a foot pic or something like that? If we're going to get explicit, there are a lot of DMs that say stuff like, can I eat your ass? Which I just think is absolutely insane. Not even a Uh, hello, how are you beforehand? No, just like straight to the point. And it's like, I'm not going to reply back to that. I just don't think there's going to be a message that's something like that. And I'm going to be like, hey, yeah, do you want to meet up tomorrow then? But Mm. I just can't imagine it. So we started it just because of the fact that DMs are crazy. And then we was getting on loads of different guests to speak about like their DM experiences and meeting people in DMs as well. Because I think with the internet, internet now relationships start by not really meeting in real life a lot of the time now now it's like actually sliding into dms aside from like kind of see your foot actually having like a normal conversation so Mm. that's what we wanted to get to the bottom too as well what's been the weirdest dm that you've talked about on the show (laughs) i would say it was probably a dm that i got um, sent and this is whilst I was doing my radio show actually and someone actually told me to sit on a bottle of champagne and make it pop so they can drink out of my arsehole so wow. yeah yeah that's pretty um up there <laughs> so. I I don't know if you do this I've there's two especially on Instagram there's like two sets of DMs there's DMs from people you follow and then there's what I call 
the dark place. Yeah. And I don't always go into the dark place. Every now and then I'll go into the dark place. And sometimes it might be something of interest. It's like, oh, can I send you my book? I'm like, that looks like an interesting book. Yes, I'll take that. And mm-hmm. then you're right. Then there's sometimes there's pictures and sometimes there's odd requests. Toes and feet seem to come up quite a lot. I think, yeah, toes, are, like the foot fetish community is wild out here, you know. But do you know what? Each to their own, I can completely get it. Like, I got one the other day and they were sending me zoomed in pictures of my feet. And there were some pictures of my feet that I have never seen before. So I don't know where that come from. But they're definitely your feet. Like you recognise no. them as your feet. <laughs> it's definitely my foot because then I started to realise when I saw the zoomed in pictures, actually, I've got quite a bent big toe. And I didn't yeah. realise that before. But now that it's been like zoomed in and sent to me, I'm like, OK, that's definitely my foot because it's kind of bent there. <laughs> But yeah, and there's a WikiFeet page as well. I don't oh, even yes. have a Wikipedia. You've got one, right? Got, yeah, Wikipedia's interesting. What is that about? It? I don't know. And like, I feel like we're under pressure as women to yeah. about so many parts of our bodies. It's just t- toes was something I just didn't have to think about. I know. And now it's just like, you have to think about it. When I came out of the castle, one of my big toenails actually fell off as well. Stop so it! I, like, literally, how, wait, what, it did, fell how? off. How did you bang it or something? I think, no, I think it was just the boots. So cold or so, so cold That must there. have been it. I think it was the coldness and the boots. Like, combined together because Frankie was telling me before that she went away for comic relief and this she lost Frankie eight Bridge. of her yeah, yeah she lost loads of toenails yeah she lost loads of toenails and I was in there I remember having a conversation I was like what I'm never going to lose toenails man what the hell and then when I got back home my big toenail it just fell off so not even the little one like the big one <laughs> no the main toe no I was like oh my god and then I had a date as well that night I was like what am I going to do so I wore like a, a closed uh, heel because that might have been a bit too much and then like a week <laughs> after I thought I'll give it like a little time to just you know heal on that and then I've got it built up so now I've got gel on it and acrylic so oh, I've got so, a fake so it's gr- oh, but it grew back a little bit it grew back a tiny bit, but I went straight to the shop and said, can you just put an acrylic on here, please? So I've got a fake toenail at the moment. Didn't know you could do fake toenails if there wasn't really much of a nail there. I know, but it's happened. I, I was talking about DMs and suddenly went into toenails. So I feel like this might be a reoccurring theme. You do the podcast with, with Kaz uh, and Jordan from Love Island. Tell me about how that kind of came together and your banter off each other. So there was an idea that we had to do a podcast and we was talking about it with BBC and they was like, who would you want to do it with? I gave over some names. It was me and Jordan first doing like a chemistry test. Then I did one with Kaz as well and a couple of other people. And then we all came to the decision that like we just had a really good chemistry and we just got on really, really well, to be fair. And Kaz is from South London as well. I'm mm-hmm. from South London and Jordan's from like Manchester and he's just hilarious. So it just kind of worked out like that, really. And they had some great like DM stories themselves, too. And they're like really good friends of mine now. I can imagine some of the DMs. As I said, it is a scary place out there. How often do you kind of slide into the dark DM space? Oh, I go in there every day. Do you? (laughs) I go in there every day. And even if I'm having like a bad day or something, I guarantee if I go in there, something will cheer me up because there's always like just funny stuff. But a lot of my DMs now are all about Magnum. Like people will just be like, can we see Magnum? Like I'll upload a selfie and be like, this is cute, but can we see your cat Magnum? Can we see Magnum? More Magnum content. And I'm like, yeah, let's get Magnum on the gram. Uh, Well, as I said, everyone knows about Magnum now, especially because of of I'm a celeb. How do you look back on, on your time in the castle? I had the it was literally the best experience of my entire life and I can't even believe I'm saying that because when you're in there like you know a day feels like an entire month and you're put in a castle like I live on my own with obviously Magnum and going into a castle with people that you've never really met before and you're having like a massive jumbo sleepover I didn't know how I was going to take to that just because I'm a little bit shy Mm. so I've just made friends for life but also it was very like emotionally like challenging as well I'd probably say the most emotionally challenging thing I've ever done but the experience was just like the best ever I had such a great time did you at any time 
surprise yourself. I, you know, when I look at some of the trials, particularly the eating trial, which is horrific, terrific to watch. I can't imagine what it's like to do. You know, were there moments, because you were so strong when you were in there and the determination and you're getting a star, you're doing it for a meal that may not even taste that good. But, you know, when you were in that situation doing those trials and I think you really, like you did so incredible. I don't know how you stomached half the stuff you did. There were times when I think you were retching and eating at the same time. (laughs) Are Are you surprised by how strong you were in those moments? The eating trial, I had the best time doing that. I've always wanted to do an eating trial. So when it came in and they was like, oh, someone's got to nominate themselves to do it. I was like, I'll do that. I'll do that. Like, that's the trial that I really wanted to do. Are you I mad? felt No, I know. <laughs> that's what everyone always says to me. But I literally had the best time. A lot of the meat tasted like cold meat. Like, I'm even calling it meat, but it was actually a cow's anus. So there we go. But like, a lot of it tastes like cold meat. The worst was the vomit fruit, because in yeah. it, there's like a 100 seeds, which look like pomegranates, but you can't chew them. And so I had stinks. to use the pig's, it stinks so bad. And I had to use the pig's uterus, and I don't even eat pork, to down the seeds, like paracetamol. Oh. There was that. And then the fermented duck egg, that actually took me 20 minutes to eat, and I just kept apologising to Anne and Deck. I was like, I'm so sorry. It was like dribble <laughs> hanging down. I think for me, the one that surprised me was the plank, because my biggest fear is heights, and I don't even even go to like amusement parks or theme parks because I just feel like I'll be a coat hanger Mm because I won't go on any of the rides people will just drop their coats on me because I will not be up there but yeah I can't believe that I did the plank to be fair (laughs) you've really come out of your comfort zone doing a show like that how is it kind of you know jumping from radio to podcasting does it feel different does it feel like a different space do you kind of have a different motivation when you do it I think it's definitely different. With radio, it's live. So it's like you never know what can happen. And also you can say something. And if you do, it cannot be edited out. And I mean, we can swear on the show, but sometimes like, and we get drunk on the show as well. So sometimes things can happen. I feel like with podcasts though, it's really fun because you can explore different topics, different conversations. With radio, you you can, you know, breathe because you've got music to play as well. But with Mm. a podcast, it's like constantly going. And I actually enjoyed interviewing people and having different conversations aside from just music, even if it was about like crazy DMs and stuff. it, It was really fun. I also feel with podcasts as well, you can start off with one question and then end up, I mean, I asked you one question there, we were talking about toes for about five, yeah. ten minutes. But there is that space while with radio, you don't have that space for a conversation that you would have if you were out with mates in a pub. You have that space. Yeah, no, I, I just love podcasts. I think, I think they're great. Well, you very kindly have sent us across a list of your recommendations. And I always feel, Snoochie, you can tell a lot about a person by the different podcasts that they listen to. And also, you've brought some podcasts that we haven't talked about over the past few series. So I'm really excited. The first one I want to talk about, because I am someone who is very much in, into reading their star signs, but I never, mm-hmm. and I love podcasts, but I never thought that there would be podcasts for your specific star sign which there is. Uh, you are Cancer. Tell me about Cancer mm-hmm. today. What star sign are you, by the way? I'm Taurus. And I had a little oh. checkup and there is like a Taurus today as well. I yeah. And I'm like, I'm someone who always, when they get the paper or magazine, I'll always go to the back and I'll always look for my star sign and read it. But there is a specific podcast that you can listen to daily to tell yeah. you what's going on in your life and, and what your chart is. I literally love it. It's like part of my morning routine. So every time like I get out of bed and I'm ready to start the day, feed Magnum and listen to Cancer Today. It's only a small one. It's just like about three minutes max. But I don't know. I just feel like it gets my day started properly. And then when things happen, I'm like, okay, that makes sense because it said it in Cancer Today and I'm prepared for things as well. So <laughs> this is how I'm going to like channel the energy to deal with the, the situation. But I just think it's great. It will break down like relationships, friendships and like career moments and stuff and even if some people think that it's just like 
bunch of crap or whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It just makes me feel good to listen to that. And now, like I said, it's part of my morning routine. And it gets me ready for the day. Let's begin your day. You might be grappling with your investments. This could look like consolidating credit card debt or reprioritizing your spending to afford future adventures. Celebrate anything that feels like progress. Now take a moment to reflect on your relationships. The moon teams up with Mars, Venus, and Saturn in your house of commitment. If you've got a proposal plan today, you're right on the money. Consider who you're ready to connect with, taking what you have to a deeper level. Contemplate the work you do and your career. The chatty messenger of the gods presses ahead in Aries, bringing energy and decisiveness to your work. If you've been considering a bold move, now might be the time to make those plans. Even before you start listening to the podcast, has astrology and horoscopes always been part of your life? A hundred percent. Like, especially when you start dating a lad. Like, yes. As soon as I start dating a guy, I'm like, all right, cool. Do you, do you find out what he is and then you yeah. kind of go, are you compatible? A hundred percent. I do that. But I don't really tend to ask them directly unless they tell me. So my new thing is if I'm dating a guy, what I will do is search his Twitter at name and then put in birthday. And then I'll be able to find out when his birthday actually is. Cause he'll be like, it's my birthday today from two years ago. And I'm like, oh, okay, he's a Sagittarius or whatever. And then I'll go on like the astrology apps and I'll like see how a Cancer and Sagittarius would like match up and stuff. So before your first date, you feel like I actually have this guy completely sussed. I know if we're meant to be or not. Yeah, I need to know. I need to know. If you're a Scorpio, I might have to stay away. <laughs> I can't lie. I might have to stay away. Sting but um, yeah, that's what I like to do before I first date. I just need to know. Well, you'll be happy to know as this is the beginning of the podcast we're doing together now. I did look up to see whether we're compatible in friendship. Okay. And Taurus and Cancer <laughs> were capable of building a stable friendship right away, which is good for this podcast. Yes. It'll get stronger over time. So over the next few podcasts we're going to discuss, it's going to get stronger and stronger. And both of us, uh, we're very loyal. We're very loyal oh, people. Oh my God. That is the best trait to have, okay? That's the best trait. So we're just going to get on straight away. I mean, seriously. Loyalty is just the best one. So that's good. I don't really know a lot of Tauruses, actually. I'm quite stubborn. Taurus is supposed to be quite stubborn, and that's true, I am. Oh, really? Yeah. See, I'm quite emotional, so... That's all right. Stubborn emotion, but we're both loyal, babe. We're loyal. There we go. So it's all right. It's all good. And when did you start listening to the podcast, Cancer Today? I think I started listening to it maybe a year ago now. So I think I've been listening to it for a year. So So every morning for a year? Yeah, basically. Yeah. It's part of your life. There are some times where I miss a morning because, you know, maybe a few too many gin and tonics the night before. So That's it might right. be like an afternoon flex, but it does get like played out every day. And if I do miss it, then I'll re-catch up with it the, like the next day. I'm going to move on to the next podcast, um, which is Half Cast Podcast. Tell me a little bit about this. Uh, yeah, so now it's called HC Podcast, which when they first announced that, I remember they put a picture up and they was like, well, this is the end of Half Cast Podcast. And I was like, what? It's finished. It can't be finished. But then they came back and they said that they had like rechanged the name. So I was so happy about that. But I always watch it online. So it's like hosted by Chucky Online, Poets Corner and Savage Dan. And they get loads of guests on and discuss like a variety of different topics but it's like a youtube visual as well like ranging from around 40 minutes to an hour so i always have it on like in the house if i'm like cleaning up or like just chilling and i'll always have like laughs from that podcast it's really big big on youtube and as i said you know it's in vision too you can watch it and i'm just wondering you know as a fellow radio head what's your vibe on, on video podcasts 
I think video podcasts are so important. I think so many people are quite visual as well. I think it's good to listen to podcasts like in your headphones and stuff when you're on like the train or you're traveling or wherever really but don't I watch think... a video one when you're driving bad yeah no way no way that could be a next thing so absolutely not but I just love visuals I like seeing that people just yeah react to different conversations and like watching them in action because then I feel like I'm fully there yeah. as well so that's what I like about visual elements of it there's been so many guests over the years it started in 2015 you know there's been Ed Sheeran Wretch 32 there's so many I'm just wondering for you is there a standout guest that's been on that show the Ed Sheeran episode was actually really really good and it was quite interesting as well and I love the way like Chucky interviews I think he's an amazing interviewer yeah for me personally I would actually generally say like all of the episodes are like a lot of my favorite just because right I like listening to guys speak about because because I'm a girl so sometimes I don't understand like what, what, guys what lads are talking process. about do you know yeah. what I mean so I feel like I'm a fly on the wall in like lads conversations and when yes. they're speaking about dating and things I'm like okay cool like a different side of the story mm-hmm. so that's what I love about it you're right and that's the one good thing about podcasts too sometimes I feel like I'm eavesdropping and if you're in a situation I have loads of friends who are guys but I I feel like the conversation when there's a few girls involved not to generalize uh, or yeah. stereotype any you know any gender but there is a different vibe when it's just guys there and I feel especially when the guys are alone in a group I feel like they kind of forget that it's recording yeah yeah 100% and it's long form again what we talk about with the podcast thing there's a real there's a time and there's a space to really deep dive into topics big and and small Mm-hmm. One of my favourite ones was um, them talking about like when is the honeymoon period over and they was discussing like if you're in a relationship or you're married should you have separate bedrooms and stuff so I don't know I've always said to be fair but I'm not married so I don't know <laughs> but I've always said if I get married I think I might have to have a spare bedroom just because I don't know if seven days a week I can do it. I might need to just escape to another bedroom Mm -hmm. just to have like some me time or something, just maybe like once or twice a week. So maybe five days with the lad and then twice away. Snoogie, I've got my own room in my house. I mean, we've got got our bedroom and then there was like two other bedrooms and we turned one into my office and one into his office. And it's the reason we're still together. I mean, that's perfect. See, that makes sense. And I'm so glad you said that because that is exactly what I'm going to do now when I get married one day. <laughs> I'm down for it. I, I've read quite a lot of reviews for, for HC Pod. And, it, you know, it has such a huge following that it's received over the last seven years. And it's, as I said, it's, it's a real special space, a safe space, I guess. And, mm-hmm. and one thing that comes up quite a lot, uh, you know, they definitely chat about the lived black experience. And as a result, it's heralded as a cultural cornerstone by many. And, and for you, how important is that space for you? I think it's really important as well. And I think especially the fact that it's fronted by free black men to Mm -hmm. speak about those issues is really good. And they have a like vast range of audiences from different backgrounds and, you know, different cultures. So I think to shed light on experiences that black people face as well for Mm -hmm. other people to get educated on it is is really, really good, especially for a platform they have. You know, again, I always like kind of looking at reviews of what people have said. And there was one from a guy who says, I'm a white British guy with next to no knowledge of black culture generally, but a big love for the music. And you've been a game changer for me. You've spoken about so many important and sometimes controversial topics over the years and given me a different opinion. I can't understate uh, how much of a mental shift you've caused in me over the years. Never stop, lads. 
Yeah, I think during lockdown, especially a lot of people relied on podcasts for their mental health, to be honest. Mm, And you become you feel like you're a part of the podcast and then you know the days that it's going to drop and stuff. And you're like, all right, cool. Like this podcast, you know what day of the week it is, isn't it? I know. Exactly. Oh, Thursday again or Wednesday again. There we go. The podcast is out, especially during lockdown, because you didn't even know like what day it was anyway. It's all just going into one. But I think it's really important and it really does help with a lot of people's mental health. And they do speak about a lot of stuff to do with black music and they definitely don't shy away from topics as well it's definitely one of my favorite podcasts bro you know what see for me yeah my 20s like were so sick and like there was a part in life where it was was a bit unproductive there wasn't really much going on really but it was really good and like you know i was figuring myself out doing certain things or whatever and i think when i got to like i think when i got to 28 that's where like I started to have this thing of raw, like I'm actually going to be 30 soon. Is that when you set up the podcast? Yeah, literally. Like literally around there. And like, yeah, literally around then. But even then the podcast was like at a very small stage then. I didn't even know what I wanted to do. And like, I was in a, I found myself in a real, like, it was just a real mind fuck. And it had a lot to do with what you said, bro. Just like, Having you're supposed to have everything figured out. Yeah. You're supposed to know what you want to do. Um, but I don't think you are really. I think there's like because I I had a conversation with uh, one of my one of my best mates the other day who was talking about another one of our best friends being like, oh my god, like he's just got his first house and he's flying in this job and he's doing this. And I was kind of like, but he thinks the same about mm. you or that us. Like ev- everyone's sort of like, what the fuck am I doing? Like I mean, yeah. you, and That's having. So true. Yeah, having something figured out doesn't mean you have everything figured right, out. Right, exactly. You know? um, and yeah, and mate, my like my dad's sixty three, and I I know that there's still some stuff that he's figuring out. You you never get to a point in life where you're just done. You know, yeah, there's exactly. al- there's all there's always something new. There's always something different. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. 
The next podcast I want to talk about, I was actually introduced to by Irene Agbontian, which is the Receipts podcast. Snoochie, tell me why this is on your list of recommendations. Oh my God, the Receipts podcast. I just think it's just laughs all the time. Obviously, fronted by three girls, Audrey, Tolly and Milena. And I've had Milena on my um, podcast as well, but I just think... It's just so funny hearing like girls, just just listening to girl chat, the complete opposite, of course, of like HC podcasts, but listening to girls chat about like dating experiences or just storytelling. I think the storytelling is just so great. And that's been running for a long time as well. And I think they've had so much success from it. Like it's crazy because I think there was like one of the originals of like from making podcasts. I think podcasts have like blown up so crazy now and they've been doing it for ages. And like they've had like billboards at train stations Mm. and stuff like they've got books coming out and that. Um, they're literally like smashing it and it's just such a funny like easy to listen to podcast as well like you're always laughing at it I feel like this show you know as well as shows like Brown Girls Do It Too and shows like Slide In they're all kind of plugging this big appetite gap in the audio space you know women talking frankly explicitly about sex and relationships Mm -hmm. and it's a major podcast genre now uh, that you know more the more and more coming out now and hugely successful and why do you think these shows are doing so well now? I think it's just because you can speak freely as well. Mm. And people like to hear people's opinions. And when people are speaking freely about their opinions, I just think people just relate to it because that's the conversations that you have with your own friends and you feel safe to have those conversations with your own friends when, I don't know, might come over to your house or like on a FaceTime thing. But then when you hear other people talking about it, you're like, okay, cool. So it's not just me that thinks like that. Like other people talk and other people feel like that as well. And I think that's why it does so well because we can all relate to the conversations and the topics that they're talking about. The podcast, as as you said, has been going for quite a few years. It started back in 2016. It actually began life as a group chat because it was after Taser Black, Mm. one of the front men of the British podcast Three Shots of Tequila, basically posted a tweet declaring that a podcast like theirs wouldn't work with women at the helm, which I, I, you know, was a challenge. It was accepted. (laughs) And boy, did they prove them wrong. We talked about, you know, the previous podcast, um, Three Black Men Chatting Too, which which seems like a space that, especially with, with some of the topics that they're talking about, it was great to kind of have that diversity but you're right to have actual women talking about sex the way they do is still in the last few years still new enough Mm. when I interviewed Milena she was talking about how they like had met on Twitter and stuff and they was putting the podcast together I mean silly taser now really because their podcast is (laughs) but like when Audrey was talking about like she said something about like if someone had asked me out on a day and it was like rock climbing, there's no way I would like <laughs> go to the day. I have actually been asked to go on a date to rock climbing and I just thought, oh my God, like, I'm scared of heights. So that is just, just the worst experience for me ever mm-hmm. to go rock climbing for a day. But it's, again, it's just things that you can relate to. And as they're like three women in the scene and they're just speaking so openly about stuff, I just think that they're killing it and smashing it. Such a, a range of, of topics as well, you know, everything from summer dating to daddy issues or, you know, focusing on everyday microaggression. So it really is a podcast with range as well. Yeah, 100%. And I think that's what's good about the podcast because sometimes you can listen to podcasts and it might be like the same thing over and over again. But I think the reason why their podcast is so successful is because of the fact that they speak about different topics and they all have like their own personal opinions about topics or like personal experiences that they've faced as well. And I just think that that's what makes it such a great thing because you never know what you're going to expect when each episode drops on a Wednesday. You never know what's going to come from it. What I've done before and what I'm trying to stop doing now is making people accountable. Mm. And I think that makes a massive difference. What do you mean? So um, 
for the longest time, if a guy did something to me or hurt me, no matter how small or big or whatever, I'll kind of drop it because I don't want him to think I'm moving mad. Mm. Mm. Oh, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, let's say, for example, you go to his house and he's like, oh, come on, man. Like, mm. come on. Like, mm. why did you come here for, man? Yeah, like, come yeah. on. Like, let's just... And I'm like, I don't want him to think I'm being stupid. Yes. Mm. Or even if I just got out of the situation and not done it, I'll never pull him up on it. Yeah. And tell no, him yeah. I'm comfortable. Yeah. I'll, like, I, I would never. Yeah. I'll, 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 I'll never message you like, you know what? How you said that made me feel uncomfortable. Mm, yeah, I didn't yeah. like that or whatever. I'll never pull him up on it. Mm-hmm. Or even if something small, like we were meant to do something and you didn't show up or you just mm. kind of like, you was late and I just kind of like, I don't say anything because I don't want to say like, oh, this girl mm-hmm. moves mad. Mm-hmm. But now I'm just like, no, I don't care if you think I'm moving mad. You're going to be accountable for what known. you've done. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And no, I think you're right and I think a lot of it is because we've been silent. Do you know what I mean? Because a lot because we've been conditioned to believe that in order to get a man like we need to behave in a certain way so a lot of like even me like that's all stuff that I'm unlearning like when I was younger I was I talk about pick me's and husband hunters all the time now on now on Twitter but honestly when I was younger I was the biggest pick me on road like (laughs) my whole entire life was based on living up to this expectation that men wanted like I used to do dumb ass shit I used to go to the park with and sit in the park with books and pretend I was reading because I wanted to look like a good guy I wasn't even fucking reading it sometimes the book would probably be upside down for all I know (laughs) I'm just wondering, obviously, when you're not using Castaway to find out about new podcasts, how do you find out about podcasts? How do you start listening to things? Do you kind of like scroll aimlessly through online? Do you, you, you talk amongst your friends about it? How do you kind of stumble across new pods? For me, I think it will be YouTube. So like if I'm watching like HC podcasts, for instance, when it comes up with like things that will be recommended for you on YouTube, other podcasts will pop up and yeah, then yeah. I'll try them out. There's another podcast called No Behaviour Podcast, which is fronted by Margs and Fruit Punch. I've been on that podcast before and it's absolutely insane. Tell me about, tell me about No Behaviour. <laughs> They're just insane. Like I went on the podcast, there was like drinks flowing. I can't, what was we talking about? I'm pretty sure we were talking about like a zombie apocalypse and like what we would do in a zombie apocalypse. And I was just like, I'll just look myself in a flat like people try and like run away well in the films anyway because not in real life but like people try and run away from the zombies and I'm where like where are they no going point? to where are they running away exactly to? like there's literally no point because like the zombies always going to get you so me personally I'm just going to stay in the flat and just lock myself in and just pray for the best mm-hmm. and if I'm going to go then I'm going to go getting lit and drinking off a of Bacardi or something so I'm not running around so that's what we were talking about on that podcast but um, yeah, definitely YouTube like recommended. It would just it just comes up. Even the Spotify podcast of like Henry and Harry Panero, that's really good. That's more like music based. Yeah. But it's good to listen to interviews with musicians and like rappers as well because I love rap music. So it's a great one. As someone who, who works for music radio, is it important to kind of have those different outlets looking for new music? And because you can't really find new music in the space that you used to because radio is very limited with, with what they play. Do you kind of use podcasts to kind of stumble across new music I think so yeah um 100 I look it's it's different because sometimes because with my show it's uh, a specialist show so it's predominantly rap music yeah if I listen to like HC podcasts they might be talking about different types of music and then I'm like okay cool I need to go and check that out, actually and I'll give it a listen and I'm like oh this is actually sick I wouldn't have come across that before because I'd just be normally looking for like rap music or drill music and stuff so definitely because um, there's a feature that Chucky does at the end of the podcast and he'll be asking the guests and stuff oh what's a song that people should be listening to yeah and those recommendations is something that I'll be like all right cool let me just quickly go on Spotify and have a look and yeah. see what that sounds like some of them I might not like but others I'm like okay cool I want to play this well it's the, the reason why I wanted to start this podcast was I guess within my group of friends I'd kind of 
use the world, start listening to the same stuff. And then you kind of, it's like, okay, well, how do I find out about other other podcasts? I'm like, who do I really like? What people am I interested in? Wonder what they listen to. And then especially in the last year or two, there's been so many new podcasts that have kind of jumped on the scene. And and I always like getting recommendations because, you know, especially from someone that I trust. I'm like, they, they look like they listen to some good things. When did you first start listening to podcasts? As someone who's is in radio, is a broadcaster. When was the first time you kind of saw this other platform emerging? What was the first thing that you listened to? The first podcast that I definitely started listening to was actually Halfcast and that was on YouTube. So when podcasts became more popular and there was way more coming out, I was like, oh my God, cool. So there's actually an app <laughs> that you can listen to podcasts on or like, you know, Apple Music and stuff. But I, I love it because it just means that there's so many different conversations going on and just do you know another podcast that I really do like is actually Six Degrees with Jamie Lang and Spencer Matthews I think that's so funny I think they're great together yeah how important I guess is it because you know you, you do podcasts with, with other people is getting that chemistry right because as you're right Spencer and Jamie you know it's the banter between them sometimes it doesn't even matter what they're talking about yeah I think it's definitely important because you feel like with podcasts that you're in the room when you're in a room and there's like awkward vibes you can sense it anyway so it's the same with podcasts I think if people don't get on or something or the chemistry isn't there you're gonna feel those awkward vibes anyway because you basically feel like you're in the room so Mm. I think it's really really important to have like chemistry because that's what keeps people coming back for more as well and on top of that it's not even just the topics really it's actually about the relationships between like the hosts and the co-hosts that's like a another thing that gets you coming back the difference sometimes from when I'm working on radio and podcasts podcasts can be dangerous snoochie and I'll tell you why because sometimes I forget I'm recording and especially when you're having a conversation and there's you know you've got a little bit more space and time and there's not a producer talking to you in your ears throughout the whole time or not worried about cutting to the news or anything and I forget and sometimes I say too much have you ever been on a podcast and then like we've just talked about the, the zombies you're like I can't really remember what else we talked about have you ever been oh what did I say and should I have said that yeah yeah a hundred percent I <laughs> Um, there's she been says. two occasions. <laughs> Sweat dripping. There's been two occasions. There's been one occasion which was on my podcast, but lucky I could say, can you edit it out? Because I started dating this guy, mm-hmm. and um, I remember he had messaged me saying, I'm going to listen to your podcast. <gasps> but I completely just, I just didn't think he would listen into it. Yeah. And I was just like talking about why I was confused about a situation that we was in and I was like oh my god no I shouldn't have like overshared that but then there was another time when I went on it was the no behavior podcast yeah. and I told them a story about how someone was drunk and um they shat in my dress <laughs> hold on wait, 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 wait. rewind rewind and say that again <laughs> yeah someone was drunk and um this happened ages ago and here we go repeating it again but yeah this is just like life is fine it is what it is um someone shat in my dressing room when i was drunk i don't know why they didn't go to the toilet because the toilet is right next to it. i generally thought it was magnum at first but i had said it on the podcast and um that person doesn't speak to me now so i think it might be because of the embarrassment but, but it's, th- it's hold fine. on a second they don't speak to you because you revealed it although they were the one who shat in your dressing room no i know but i don't think they're like not speaking to me because they think I'm a dick I think they're not speaking to me because they didn't realize that they did it and then you know sometimes when you might have a drink and like you might it might have been I a have crazy a drink but I forget. don't shit in <laughs> other people's faces no I know no I'm just saying but do you know when like I, yeah to be fair I've never shot anywhere to be fair unless it's the toilet but it's just like you know you might forget things that have happened and yeah, then yeah, someone yeah. might say something and then your memory is like oh my god yeah I think that's what happened when he had the podcast because of what you do as a broadcaster, are your friends ever worried about sharing stories with you? Because obviously you can reveal yeah. it to the nation. Oh, 100%. And that's like 
definitely a situation that's happened before even with like radio as well yeah, like I yeah. will just randomly call up I'll start telling a story and I'll be like okay my friend did this and I'll just randomly call them up on the spot with no warning and be like oh you're on radio can you tell us a story and they'll be like shit <laughs> like, what so, are so you, you doing none of your friends like answer your calls but do you know what normally when it gets to part because my show starts at 11 p.m yeah. they'll know from there that if I'm calling them it's something to do with the radio so I've got two friends that will just never pick up the phone to me during that time <laughs> just because probably I've thrown them under the bus quite a couple of times with stories but they're funny stories they're not like bad stories that the world can't know about yeah I, I did have a friend who is I'm gonna have to be really vague with how I say this but a friend who's a broadcaster who was just talking about being on a trip away and the guy was like ending up with some girl and this night happened and then it turns out that he had a girlfriend at the time and the girlfriend was listening with the parents and oh realized my. and then he just got a phone oh. call during it going shut up don't say it so yeah oh my god you gotta be careful oh. with what you share on oh live god, air that's, yeah no you do that's like so bad <laughs> So bad. The worst can you imagine? Oh no. Um, Before I let you go, Snoochie, I want to go back to slide in. Um, If you could slide into anyone's DMs and see what they're being sent, whose phone would you like to get the hold of and, and look at their DMs? I'm going straight into Jim Carrey's. I just love Jim Carrey. Yeah. It was his birthday the other day. I love I Jim could, Carrey. I honestly, I just think he's the best. Like, if I could interview anyone in the world, it would be Jim Carrey. So I definitely, I don't even know if he has Instagram, but he's got Twitter. So I definitely slide into Jim Carrey's, to be honest. I want to know what's going on over there. I, I watched uh, The Mask the other day. Mm, oh, such a great film. Such a great film. I need my memory to be really, like, you know, jogged with it. Yeah. <laughs> I know it's good. It's, and also, it's, it's old now. Like, I, I can't believe how, it makes me feel old when I realise how old that is. You're much younger than me. But I'm like, oh, that, that was like, when you watch it back, I'm like, oh, it's a bit grainy. Like, it's been made quite a while ago. It's mad, isn't it? Now, I need to actually rewatch that because that's, that's a great film. If you could do, there's so many podcasts there. If you could do a new podcast about anything, what would it be? Well, I'm going to start a new podcast, actually. It's going to happen in a couple months' time with... He's also on One Extra, but I've known him for around 10 years. It's called Kenny Allstar. Yeah. And we're going to start a podcast just about, like, what's going on in, like, the UK scene with, like, rap music and also just talking about, like, different topics and interviewing, like, rap artists and stuff. So that's what we're working on at the moment. And we've been talking about that for about a year now, so... Have you started recording? No, we've recorded a pilot. Yeah. So we did the pilot and then I went into the castle and then I got COVID. So, so um, yeah, busy. haven't recorded it yet, but I think in the next couple of months we'll start doing it. And finally, you've obviously done the jungle and do you want to know a little secret? Yeah. I bet on you to win. Did you? Yeah, oh my I did. God. Me, me and my other half, we normally like put a little, I mean, I'm not a big spender, so yeah. don't worry, I didn't lose that much. <laughs> but I, I won the year before guessing who was going to win and I just was like, your energy, you just had that winning energy. So I was like, I'm going to, so you do owe me a drink just so you know. Oh, okay. No, I'm <laughs> definitely down for that. What's your, what's your go-to drink? Oh, wow. Do you know what? At the moment, anything with caffeine in it, like an espresso martini, which sounds oh. a little, it sounds a little bit like over the top for like your go-to drink but I don't get to sleep a lot I'm quite tired at the yeah. moment so I'll just okay. take an espresso martini as my go-to drink that makes sense that makes sense do you know what I what's that coffee Patron oh I'm yeah so... I'll do Patron just yeah, oh, in, inject it straight <laughs> See, into me this is where we're like opposite at this this might be like the tourists and cancer oh. vibes like going opposite I think oh my god every time I drink Patron I start vomiting 
But I'll get you a Patron and I'll get like so some So hold on, you can have like pig's anus, but yeah. if you have a Patron and you're vomiting. No, honestly, like I went on a date, right? And we was doing Patron and then I literally vomited and that was the first date and I vomited over him and he was wearing a very nice jacket. To be fair, we went on another date as well. So maybe I will start vomiting on people I feel often. like you just need to do a podcast about your dating life. <laughs> oh God, it's terrible. It's honestly, terrible. it's so entertaining. That's a show in itself, oh. Snoochie on our dates. Um, honestly, terrible. Snoochie, thank you so much for joining me on Castaway and thank you so much for your recommendations and best of luck with the new podcast and everything else going on thank you for having me it's been great and that's it another episode down as we delve deep into my guest's audio world I hope you get cast away by today's top podcast picks yeah I just said that sorry all of the podcasts we've mentioned today are included in the episode show notes now if you love this conversation as much as I did please share your thoughts by leaving a review and if you'd like to receive weekly installments of cast away delivered straight to your phone hit the subscribe button until next time that's it from me take care Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much, but when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you.